Today's podcast is brought to you by Something Blue by Anita Kay, specializing in wedding and event photography. Visit her page on Facebook. For those in love, capture those memories with Something Blue by Anita Kay. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this podcast and new intercontinental podcast champion, Mark Pools. We can't give them this much power in the cartoon world. A podcast, and I was told that if I did your podcast that I would, you know, advance to the next level. And we're podcasting and photographizing in front of the great... The worst gigs of their life are, are because of Mark Poulos. <laughs> Anyone want a husband? Free free to a home. Now it doesn't even have to be a good home, just free to a home. Ladies and gentlemen, Andre the Giant would like to do his impression... Of Willie Nelson. Suck yourself dry! Alright. Well, let's hang on to that for a sec. Right, let's sorry. do the intro and then we'll actually get into that because, uh, you know, it's interesting to talk about. Yeah. Why are we wasting this? Yeah, we shouldn't be. I'm, yeah, we're wasting everything at the beginning. It's the Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast. I'm Mark Poulos. On the show today, Travis Nelson. Hello. Uh, you're going to want to be closer than that. Oh, hello. <laughs> you, you'll sound like you're in the next room of here. I think, you know, what do they say? Like the the hands distance. Is that what they say? No one's ever said that to me. <laughs> See, that's where the confusion's coming in. I've not been properly... You, you have to do the Hawaiian hang loose. We spent 10 minutes you, bullshitting. <laughs> and you go you go pinky to thumb. Pinky to thumb. That's, that's how close you want to be. Am I, uh, am I just guesstimating like an asshole right now with my... I think I'm, uh, my hands are bigger. Does that make a... <laughs> I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Your levels look fine. Okay. So just uh, don't, don't start getting relaxed. And no, then start. I never relax. Don't start very doing anxiety. This, you know, then we don't get you. So, okay. all right. So Travis is here. You're a comic from Seattle, born and raised. Uh, yeah, in Washington, not Seattle. I grew up uh, out on the peninsula of Washington, which is a very special a peninsula, rainy place. Yeah, it's a rainforest <laughs> out in the peninsula. That's oh where my I, god! Do you know Bella? Uh, I wish. <laughs> We just ran in different circles, you know. I did. Uh, they asked me to go do the Twilight. They do a Twilight Festival up in Forks because I was doing oh, a corporate yeah. up there, and uh, they asked me to like go to come up and do it and get auctioned off and everything. And I'm halfway oh thinking about it. It's in September. This will be the only podcast that my sister will listen to oh, because yeah. we're talking about Forks and Twilight. I I did a bunch of work out there when I first started for Tribble. Have you ever worked for Tribble oh, out there? Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> My first tour uh, ever in 2001, um, it started in Wenatchee, Washington. Oh, yeah, Wenatchee. Okay. Wenatchee. And then... Uh, what was that place? I, I, uh, God, what was it? it was called like the, the Nine Below or something like that, some kind of temperature-related thing. I think that is the name of yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah. And then from there, like... He seemed to have like this uh, uh, monopoly of the Red Lion hotels out there because he had a lot of gigs in the Red Lion hotels, the Lewiston and, and uh, Astoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh God, was, Astoria! You ever take the uh, the half an hour wrong turn on Astoria? That's what they. So like the hotel that you do the show at is down by the waterfront. Yeah, and the first turn takes you to the hotel, and the second turn takes you over the bridge. 
I haven't done that. I was doing. I a, did that. <laughs> I did something similar. I was there was a different. There was a there was a casino I was doing, and I just popped it in my Google Maps, and I went to the uh, casino, and then there was no showroom, and so I was asking around. Lake, they're like, uh, "Oh, Lake Lakeville, Washington, or Lake?" You know, it, uh, uh, it was no. This was in Oregon. This was the oh. I think it was the Three Rivers Casino. Three Rivers, and yeah. uh, there's two of them. Yeah. And the first one to come up is the one that didn't have the show. So oh. I showed up. Thank God I was early. Then I had to drive like half an hour to Holy the shit. other casino. Did you do the other one that was like south of Astoria in Oregon? Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, Manzanita? Where no one was there. Manzanita <laughs> at the lighthouse. I did but- that show, and there was a Prince cover band in town. No one. There was like three people there, and they were confused by like why there was even a show. They were at the cover. Like everybody was at the cover band. No one wanted to see the comedy. We went to the Prince show afterwards (laughs) because there. Everyone was telling us literally everyone is at this Prince show, and we go. And people are going wild. There's a little dude dressed up like Prince. These girls are like taking so pictures midget, of him. Midgets? No, just a small guy. He was just a very oh, small. But I think okay. Prince was smaller. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 six foot nine, so yes. everyone's small to me. We'll get into that. Yeah, you but he, uh, but God, it was the crate, and we were just standing in there like, what is going on? Because people were losing <laughs> their minds, like it was Prince. How many people were in there? Would you ask? Hundreds. Hundreds. It of was. People. Yeah, and you had three at the, the comedy the show. The population of Manzanita was there. Well, my when I did the show, we came in and there was no one in the room. <laughs> and my buddy goes, "Oh man, this is gonna. I guess I'll just cancel." Yeah. And the guy goes, "It's eight o'clock. Start." Oh, <laughs> my yeah. buddy goes, "There's nobody in here." Yeah, and that's he goes, when you realize they do that every week. <laughs> goes, They'll come in. They always come in. Just start talking. Pretend you're talking to us. Yeah. And he goes, this is horrible. <laughs> so he's just up there like running through his bits. Yeah. And after, I think it was probably like 15 minutes, like people started coming in. And I think we got to like 27 or something that night. But uh, once there was 27 people, he was like, can I start now? And he goes, nope, time for the headliner. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what I found out about Manzanita? It's like the only town in Oregon that they're like, we won't sell weed here. <laughs> it's oh. so absurd because it's like you just don't want no taxes. No wonder no one's like, there. Yeah. I wonder how, how close were you to the, the guy that uh, found the buckets of coins in his backyard? Did you hear that story out mm-hmm. in Washington? Was it Washington? Maybe it was Oregon. What happened? Or some guy was just like walk in his property like his wife had got him a metal detector for his birthday or something and he, he like came across <laughs> yeah he came across <laughs> something and it was like 10 like tin cans filled with like perfectly minted like civil war golden coins or something like that i'd never heard about that yeah like the actual weight of the gold that he found was only like i think two hundred thousand dollars but only there was like <laughs> Six or seven Might coins as well put in it there. Back in the ground, dollars. <laughs> Fuck, wipe no. my ass with two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> but apparently, there was a few coins in there that were so rare uh, that it pushed it up to like seven million or something oh my like that. God. Yeah. So was that a while ago? It was. I, it was a bit ago, a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I'm thinking like maybe five years ago. I might have yeah. heard something, but I. And there was some story that the the city or the state was trying to sue them to get those coins because technically like even though it was on their property like it was that i do in remember the ground i do something. remember some bullshittery happening <laughs> they with... always buck around man. yeah there's always well, let's see if we can't get our hands on that so uh how long you been a comic 
Uh, somewhere between six and seven years. Six and seven and, years. And that, what? Um, what? Uh, do you start in a comedy class or just an open mic? Or? No, I started uh, in college. So I grew up in like a, a terrible like logging town. It's only terrible because it's a ghost <laughs> town now. And uh, I always like love comedy, but I never. I yeah. never. I went to watch like the big professional shows, but I could never. There was no open mics or anything. Yeah. And I moved to a bigger city when I went to college, and uh, I joined a sketch comedy. Oh like, god! Group. Oh, it was terrible. You're one of those. Oh, guys. it was terrible. <laughs> what was your name? Uh, the group was called. Um, <laughs> Don't god. try to make it up. Just tell no, me. No, no, no. I'm literally tell me the horrible name. Uh, <laughs> god, I can't even remember the name of it. It yes was, uh, and was that the name of your no group? that would have been improv <laughs> oh, well yeah. where i went to i went to college in bellingham which is where ryan styles lives oh, so okay. there actually is a huge improv scene there yeah. which unfortunately i didn't do any of that because i'm terrible yeah. at improv i get too mean You're, too fast yeah. <laughs> i'm very uh, they, they I took, always i took one semester of improv <laughs> and uh it was with this group in minneapolis and one of the ladies in the class was kind of she was kind of a mess. I'm yeah. not going to lie. She was like in her early 40s and she kind of didn't take care of herself and she had <laughs> kind of an odor, you yeah. know. So we got into a scene together and it was something about camping and she immediately went to, I got poison oak. I got poison oak. You got to itch me. And she keeps Aww. getting closer to me and I go, uh, just put some ointment on that. And he goes, stop. <laughs> he goes, Less you know, yes and more no, ma'am. I'm not going to do he that. He goes, you left your partner out to dry. Get out of the scene. I was like, thank God. Oh, my God. I don't want to itch this lady. I had a terrible, by the way, I remember the name. It was You Would with like an explanation point with the sketch group. You're right to frown. Oh, boy. Um, but <laughs> That's fine. The, uh, the improv, I tried because they actually had like a really good, uh, there was like famous improv yeah. guys would come through and do this. Did you, did you create a character at all for the sketches? Did you have a guy? Oh yeah, like, I still guys? I still write sketches. I in fact I just sent some specs to a buddy of mine who's trying to do some stuff for Funny nice. or Die. But I mean, yeah, I I my improv story because I tried doing it. My sister was really yeah. into it, and uh, the the mean thing was, and I don't, I don't know if this is fair, <laughs> but I was doing a scene with a guy, uh, and the thing was, uh, I was a genie, and he got to like make a wish or whatever. And his wish uh, was so his dad could get a job because his dad was unemployed and he wanted his dad to get a job Jesus. as a mechanic. And I was real. I was immediately, yeah, I was immediately just like, really, a mechanic? You get any, anything and you want your dad to be a mechanic? And like, the guy totally breaks character. He's like, my dad actually is a mechanic. And oh I was my like, God. yeah, but. This is the saddest improv oh group God, I've I ever heard of in my do. life. And I, I just never went back. I was yeah. like, I can't do this. I think it is. I mean, the idea of like taking some improv when you're a comedian, I think, does help your base on on yeah, stage. But I, just, I need to I need to do more of it. But yeah. I just can't. I, I, the improv comedians are fine. It's like the people who go to an improv class that I feel like yeah. is that terrible of me? It's no, always... it's fine. I I I don't know what it is. Like like I started out in a class. I took a class from a comedian in Minneapolis and. And it was fine. Like he he brought me with on some stuff, so it was kind of a door opening to like work in Minneapolis. Um, but there was people in that class, and there was also people in the improv class that had no interest in being comedians right. or improv people. They were like taking it because their their business like <laughs> had oh, no. said like you should try this. It'll open yourself up to like 
networking and all this kind of stuff. And it was just really brutal yeah. to watch these people try to be creative. You know? God, and it's been beaten out of them yeah. <laughs> over the years. I think my favorite dramatization of improv class has got to be that office episode oh, God. where Michael Scott yeah, just keeps just shooting everybody. <laughs> Michael Scott, FBI, get I got, down. I get so close to joining one of those classes and then in my mind I talk myself out of it because I like I literally went through in my head I'm like who's going to be there there's going to be the sad middle aged lady who's yeah. trying to be quirky there's going to be the tall skinny guy in overalls there's yeah. going to be and I just can't some ironic hipster oh, guy God. doing it from the inside just a bunch of beautiful people <laughs> uh, so did you did you ever craft characters in the sketch shows like I did, did. You have, yeah 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 I did because I know that's like a I, I didn't really realize that you know for years be, until I got into comedy that like the SNL people would always get their starts at like the growlings and stuff and right they would kind of craft those characters there and kind of bring them with them you know yeah I got I mean I have a few uh <laughs> none of them I, I haven't worked on any of them this is all like do, do you have an like, overview of like <laughs> one or two of them like overview Jesus here's Harris Jackson uh, he works down at the mill <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh, I, right. I, I, uh, there, uh, ah, no. Jasper, the human hand warmer, is like the okay. one I just sent in. Okay. I like that one. So he just kind of comes up to people and rubs their hands and makes Yeah, he's them just warm. trying to get a business started. He's just a, got a lot of body <laughs> heat and he wants to share it. <laughs> he's really trying to get... He's got a Wix, a Wix.com yeah. for his hand warming business. Yeah, he just sold everything and he's trying to get this started. I uh, I had never wrote a sketch before, and there's these two guys in Minneapolis that started this group. It's uh, Rob Burrell and Mike Lester, mm -hmm. and they call themselves uh, Listeria or something like that, okay. or Listeria Improv. And their stuff is really weird and really out there. But you know, it kind of inspired me to start like just looking at different ideas, you know. And I I wrote this this one for my buddy. <laughs> And I think it'll be funny. I don't know. It's just a, it all revolves around like his drug use, and then he's using a baby to like get women, and oh. <laughs> and you find like people are like thinking that he's a single father. Like this baby got dropped on him, and then towards the end, it turns out that uh, he actually borrowed the baby from his drug dealer oh, to like get real lighthearted <laughs> influence people. <laughs> a lot of family comedy. It's, from it's, Mark Willis. It's got a really funny, like a lot of funny quips in there, but you know, I don't know if it'll ever see the light of day, but it was a nice exercise and actually writing back and forth. Stuff yeah. like that. I think it's good to do that writing. I mean, cause I just want to keep doing it. So if anyone ever like offers me a writing gig, I'm not just like, uh Oh, I've never done oh, this before. Yeah. Like, I just well, so Chad Daniels, I don't know if you know, Chad oh, Daniels. Chad Daniels. Yeah. So, uh, I had to sit down with him one time we were working together and, mm -hmm. and he had just gotten a development deal with like Fox or something like that. And, uh, he said it was tough, man, because like, comics don't think about it like they don't think when they're going to get that call and they could get it at any moment you know it's it'd be rare for yeah. if you're not on the coasts and you don't have management and you haven't done any of the festivals or anything for somebody to call you up and be like what ideas <laughs> do you have you know yeah but when you get to that moment when you sit down at that table with those guys he's like you need like a hundred ideas and he's like and not just you as the star of a comedy show ideas like you need sketch show ideas yeah. you need drama show ideas you need 
like funny game show ideas where you would be the host you need like because he goes i had six ideas one of them i was like that's the one and he goes we buzzed through those six in like 11 minutes oh god and then we're like what else he got yikes <laughs> and he's like i didn't have anything else so they gave him his whatever it was 25 grand holding fee and he <laughs> was done so there was another guy what the hell was his name not marvin todd it was another guy um, like a really like well-named headliner on the road that I'd worked with before. And I showed up to Goonies right. and he was my feature. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? Huh. And he goes, well, I got a development deal <laughs> and um, I was planning on working on that for the next six months. So I wiped my entire calendar. Oh no. And it was the same thing with him. He sat down and he went through all his ideas and they just gave him his check and he left. And he's like, well, I, I, just had to fill what I could with whatever. Yeah. And he's getting standing ovations in the feature oh, spot. And I'm yeah, like, that must have been fun to follow. Come on, huh? man. <laughs> go back to your goddamn development deal. <laughs> it's like going to play rec league basketball and your dad joins the other team. <laughs> yeah, like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I hate that stuff, man. Yeah. They just, you know, the certain guys, they've got those things, like those, those little bits you know, like whatever it may be, you know, like I worked with one guy who does like a, a preacher's speech, like from oh. the pulpit type of thing. And yeah. it always gets like a standing ovation. Um, I'm, I'm sure you've seen it. Like, yeah, people, a lot of music, a lot of music, <laughs> music stuff. Things. That's what I always, or uh, people say a lot of stuff real fast. Like it's not funny. They're just, yeah. It's just like whatever, words. whatever. <laughs> yeah. They're like certain things. that just makes the room really weird right before you have to go up. Yeah. You're just like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> like it was fine. The music. That's what always kills me is when like, uh, a host will have six minutes and like four minutes of it will be like this crazy weird like musical number and it just fucks up the whole room <laughs> like, what? who are you talking about <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who are you speaking of over there oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't kidding. even thinking about that I'm just kidding <laughs> yeah no I did uh, I did Kansas City and our, and our MC had four music cues yeah and he was doing like ten <laughs> like this seems like a lot of music cues for well, the host I mean, but it's more like if they bring an instrument up and start doing that kind of thing because oh, it's boy. just a completely different energy, and then like it gets the audience into that, and then you have to be like, "No, sure. we're doing just regular jokes." I well, just do. a lot of people don't know. Well, the people listen to my podcast know, but you probably don't. But I started out as a guitar comic. That's what I started oh, yeah? as. I did uh, funny songs on the guitar, and uh, I was not good, not at all. <laughs> I mean, they were pretty bad. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, there's a bunch of people who like are really good, and it's not that I don't like enjoy it. It's just uh, music's always hard to follow. It is, and and what I found with doing the music, um, as in anything, like if you do one thing for a really long time on stage, yeah. whatever it may be, if it's music, if it's one-liners, uh, if you're screaming. Like, whatever you're doing, if you do it the whole time you're up there, like, it kind of loses its cachet after a while. Right. People start to get bored. Yeah. You know? That's why I like to have a bunch of different gears, you know? I, you know, like you do, too. You know, it's like you talk about family, then you talk about filthy stuff, then, you know, the jokes are fast, they're slow, you know, and people don't get bored. Yeah. You know? It just kind of naturally melts itself. Yeah. Because Dwight York is a good friend, one of my 
favorite comics writers and he just does one-liners for 45 minutes oh wow and and sometimes around that 30 minute mark people are like anything else <laughs> some some guys can do it though i've seen yeah. some but they've always got something else going on like they've got to have like there's some kind of thing they're doing that like yeah. allows them to keep doing the one-liners i think uh kevin downey jr i think was one of the best one-liner guys because yeah. he would he would hit the one-liner get the laugh and then he would do this thing where he would go sip and then he would like <laughs> take a drink of his booze on stage and people like <laughs> It caught like he would sell um, these little cups after the show that that kind of folded out of the saucer. What did they say? <laughs> <laughs> but the best part was that it came off of yeah. the base, and it was like a tiny megaphone that you could go. Oh Sip! my god, that's genius! Yeah, and some of the merching idea. You ever worked with Julie Scoggins? No. Oh my god, dude. Like you think I have a bunch of shit I sell after the show? He she rolls into the club with like four giant bags. Yeah, I mean I've never seen so much stuff. A friend of mine does uh, baby onesies, like funny baby <laughs> onesies. Dude, it's oh, it's yeah. disgusting how much money she makes off of that. Everyone, because everyone knows someone who just had a kid, yeah. and everyone wants a funny baby onesie from the funny lady. Everybody does that. You know Mike Brody? Uh, yeah, I think so. From Minneapolis, he uh, he does the onesies too. Okay, yeah, that's a good. They're that's, expensive. Are they? Yeah, I never, the ones never... are, are priced out to T-shirts. They're expensive. Like I, I, I dip my toe into the underwear business for okay. a bit. Yeah, some um, thongs. I, I sold thong. I used to have this joke about a lady said her vagina was weird, and I uh. said, "Is it an Audi?" So the <laughs> the, the thong said, uh, "Don't worry, it's an any." Oh. And I sold all of them, but then I went to reorder them, and he's like, "Well, they're now." Uh, uh, it was something ridiculous, like yeah. $14 a piece. I'm like, I can't sell underwear for $25 <laughs> after the show. People aren't going to go for it. <laughs> so you are a tall gent. Yes, I am. Six foot nine. Yeah, that's true. Chris Covey showed up last night. He's six eight. I've never felt so small in my life at <laughs> six 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 five. I Jesus. always get on shows with, like, big guys. And uh... Do you think Colleen was in the office, like, giggling about this show? Like, Maybe. Mark's big and Travis is big. This will be fucking funny. Maybe they didn't think about it till like, afterwards. I guess, you know. But uh, so the whole family, big. I'm yeah, assuming. everybody's yeah. pretty big. My brother is seven feet. My dad's six ten. My sister's like six three. So your mom's uh, <laughs> undercarriage is yeah, just ruined. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus well, Christ! <laughs> How tall is your mom? Uh, five nine. Boy, she must feel like a midget. You know, yeah, probably. Yeah, seems crazy. So, how many siblings do you have? I have two siblings. So both brothers? Uh, no, I have an older brother and a younger sister. And how tall is the younger sister? She's about six three. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah. She. Uh, All athletes. Uh, well, everyone's athletic but me. <laughs> uh, my brother played college basketball. My sister um, rode in college, but okay. she she had um, she had like. Uh, it's called Sherman's disease, and it's where your like spine doesn't form correctly. Oh yeah. So she just kept getting injured, and eventually, yeah, it just shit. She just had to stop doing it. I had something like that. I, I had laziness disease. Yeah. So. That one. That one gripped me pretty hard. <laughs> I, I went up for varsity basketball, and I ran the wind sprints once, and I went fuck it. I yeah. just went home. I'm like, oh, screw this running. <laughs> Yeah, I I, uh, I liked uh, weed in bed. <laughs> That's laying in bed. Sounds good. Uh, 
yeah. it's, it's a good uh it's a good recipe for any <laughs> anybody trying to write jokes yeah i also think bad. i just didn't like being any part of like any kind of team like i i, I liked individual sports kind of like those were always more fun but yeah, yeah. anything with because i would always have just like uh just decide i didn't like someone on the team and then i just couldn't stand it <laughs> like, just, just we like, gotta go yeah so you rub people the wrong way is what you're i don't to think say. i do i think i get along with everyone but then uh yeah i don't know is there is there someone like i, I always like asking other comics this question because there's a few comics i've come across in my career that for whatever reason we just rubbed each other the wrong way and uh-huh no matter what what goes on like you just can't get over that weirdness like why you hate each other yeah you know yeah do you have a few of those out there yeah and it's and it's weird too because it's not like you know you got you got comedians where it's like you're fine you're like you guys don't have a problem with each other but you just don't quite get along it's always a bummer when i when you get you work with someone like that because it's like it's just so much more fun when you have the camaraderie but sometimes it just doesn't happen i feel like it comes uh, well, I, I don't think it's any kind of a surprise, but I think it comes more from the comedians that are kind of insecure about their abilities. Yeah. And then when someone comes on the show that they feel is like a threat, then they're all weird the rest of the week, you know, especially with the merchandising stuff. It's like I I got told I couldn't sell like six times when I was starting out and mm-hmm. it was like devastating. So I was like, I'm never telling anybody ever. Even I've been at clubs where like, the MC, the feature, and the guest spot are all selling next to me, and I don't really care because I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy. Like I felt that pain starting out in the business, and yeah. it's like, especially when the guy's making like half as much as you are, and you're like, no, you can't sell whatever to make your gas money to get home. <laughs> it's kind of a dick move, you know? Yeah, it is. I mean, it, I, I get why people would say not to, but there is just that weird, no, you can't. It's just kind of a weird no. thing to do. It is surprising the people that that have said yes to me that I just assumed would have told me no. Like, Pauly Shore said he didn't care. Oh, really? And I was like, that's really surprising. Yeah. Um, like, bigger name, uh, you know, I don't want to sound racist, but bigger <laughs> name Black Axe that I've worked with, like, you know, Bruce Bruce and Earthquake and all these guys, they're like, could care less. Yeah. Because what they do is they, they stay in the, the comedy club and they do all their stuff from the stage. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, if you want to set up out by the door, that's fine. And I'm like, wow, that's cool, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's, I I get it. Like, the one headliner that told me no, like, explained it to me. He's like, listen, you go up there for 20 minutes. Yeah. You're silly. You're funny. Whatever. These people came here because I'm here. I do all the work. I get them all juiced up. They're ready to buy some stuff. And now they're you're there. And and you're taking some of my money away. And it's like... Uh, so here's, the, here's my <laughs> yeah. problem with that immediately. Yeah, is of course. The, the, the reason why I think a lot of headliners don't care is because you are the headliner. You're the one people remember. Like, they don't yeah. remember the feature. They're almost... Like, it's just an afterthought as they walk by. Like, oh, yeah, you were funny, too. <laughs> but you're already going to be selling more uh, yeah. just because you were the one. You know what I mean? Yeah. But... And I'm not gonna not, lie. I have I have been outsold by features quite a bit when they oh, have really? something uh, a shirt idea that's funnier than mine. God, like it's I wish it's I rare in it and it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a guy. God, what the hell was his name? Uh, I don't even know if I want to say. I think his name was James Chardon or something like that. I don't okay. know. But 
I knew he was a headliner because he told me. And <laughs> he told me quite often the whole week we were working together in St. Louis. And every show he would he would give it everything he had. He was doing dancing and music cues. And oh, he's just man. trying to just bury me. How those high energy guys. Oh, yeah. So I would always get up there. And I would make some comment about how he's going to go do more cocaine. And it would get a huge laugh, and I would be fine the whole time I was up there. And every time I'd get off stage, he would be pissed that he didn't bury me that show. And I was just like, what the hell? And then he was blocking, like he was walking and blocking people from buying my stuff. Like, yeah. he wasn't really blocking it, but he would, like, meet them in front of my table and reroute them to his stuff oh, <laughs> i was like this sucks. guy is such a douche you know it's the and it's it's rare when that kind of thing happens yeah. but it's shocking every time I'm like god what a weirdo i was trying to remember there was two guys that outsold me about three to one with their shirt ideas i feel like one guy had a shirt that said uh it was a joke where he was in the bathroom and he saw on the wall it said uh if you're reading this you're gay and he goes ah oh, damn it i'm gay i read it you know and like people would laugh and then he would sell a shirt that said if you're reading this you're gay and oh. like he sold so many of those really <laughs> i was <Jesus>. like what <laughs> <laughs> all right but you never know who you never know what you know <laughs> i don't know i don't know who wears flapjacks and tits to tell you the no, truth that's you know true, yeah yeah. I don't know. I, yeah it seems like the logo uh like repurposing a logo is huge sellers right now like I almost, uh, yeah, I like your flapjacks and tits shirt because I almost did like a, I had like a similar idea and I never did it, oh. but I, I used to do like a pancakes joke. Oh, and I was, <laughs> when I was racking my brain for anything that might be a good idea when it comes to merch, that was just like yeah. one of the things. So I don't know. I didn't even think of it. Someone else was like, "What if you put, you know, yeah. the and then the butter could be, <laughs> yeah, that's oh, be a shit, good shirt, yeah." yeah. I nailed it. Yeah. I got it before you. <laughs> well, well no. long. Before. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I at this point, I wish I, I wish it didn't sell as well as it did because I'm just getting tired of telling oh. the joke. It's like eight <laughs> years old. But it was one of those things where I had, I had the design for the shirt, the initial design, which was just black, and it had uh, just two pancakes that looked like boobs, and it said flapjacks and tits. I sold that for like five or six years and I, and it started to slow down in sales. So I was like, all right, I'm done. And then this guy comes along and he's like, you should sell a shirt that looks like the IHOP logo with the tits. And I'm like, damn it. Yeah. You know, so then I had a guy design it and I'm like, I'll look at it and be like, eh. and I looked at it and I was like, God damn it. It's so that funny. That thing when, is going to sell so much. It's so funny when and people. it did like random audience members give you like an idea Gold. and you're so ready to like write them off and then you're just like ah shit that's a good one <laughs> i think that uh i'll probably be selling them tonight because i uh, i'm kind of low on the other shirts so mm -hmm. i i have four but i put the fourth one away because i was like sometimes it's kind of overkill but right i'm running out of the other ones right now so i'll probably sell it tonight but it that's the sh the other shirt that i sell I don't even do a joke about it. Someone just uh, came out after the show and said, uh, they, she said something to me, and I go, I'll let you pass because you look a little drunk. And she's like, I'm not drunk. I'm just a bitch. And she just walks <laughs> away, and I go, that's a pretty funny shirt. Yeah. So I went home, and I made the shirt, 
and I started selling it and it sold like a lot. And then I did a show in Dayton and this girl who built my website, she came on and she said I was really funny and she goes, just an idea. She goes, I think it'd be kind of funny if you redid the shirt. So it said, I'm not drunk, I'm a bitch. Um, but from really far away, it just looks like drunk bitch. Oh. And I was like, how would I do that? And she's like, well, you just make the letters smaller and then drunk bitch really big and, and it'll be funny. And I'm like, so I called my shirt guy and he's like, yeah, it's easy peasy. And once I switched it to that, like, uh, I refinished my basement with the, that shirt money. <laughs> I mean, Put up some drywall with those t-shirts. Literally cannot keep them in stock. And I'm the most surprised at that, that any woman would buy a shirt that says bitch on it. But Who knows? some women wear it like a badge of honor. Like I can see that. <laughs> I can yeah. see that. Are you ready for five horrible questions? Man, let's do it. I'm ready. So, uh. I I haven't done five horrible questions in a while, so this will be uh, this will be the first go at it with the uh, the new batch of questions. Oh boy! So so basic idea of it five five horrible kind of there's no right answer no no win answer to them. Well, we'll see. Uh, so <laughs> you know, answer them if you want. If you're like, eh, I don't feel like. <laughs> I'll just pass if on it that. It hurts me like, in the soul. Yeah, uh, don't, so don't answer him. Don't let career-wise or yeah. okay. So question one, kind of an easy one out of the gate, hard to answer. I I don't even know what I would say in this one. So would you rather die saving ten thousand strangers from dying, knowing that no one will ever know it was you, or live knowing that everyone knows that you decided to not save those 10,000 people. Live for sure. Really? <laughs> yeah. You don't care. I'm not a people person. It's fine. Go live in Wyoming. Just completely screwed. Get some, nice. get some hate mail. That's, That's fine. That's that guy. <laughs> hey, guys. I knew a couple of those 10,000. I didn't, I didn't care for them. It's fine. <laughs> That's so funny. This one made me laugh out loud. Would you rather shit your pants in public once a year for the rest of your life or shit your pants in private every day for the rest of your life? Oh, no. And what's funny is I went... you know how hard it is for me to find pants? (laughs) It's got to be insane. Where do you buy your pants? (laughs) Online, my friend. Where? Uh, Levi's pretty good. If you get them online, they'll have... What the fuck is your inseam? Uh, 38. I know. Do they too? They put. Is it specially made? I. You know what? That's the thing. I was. Uh, I sometimes I'll do a joke because I, when I buy new jeans, yeah, they'll actually be way too long, uh, and I'll have to roll up the ends like an asshole, and uh, and people always like bug me about that. Like, hey, you're six foot eight, <laughs> but what's up with that? And I'm like, well, I think they just throw extra fabric on. You deal with it, you tall weirdo. This isn't my job. My my horrible thing is I have a really long rise. Oh. And when people don't know what the rise is, the rise is from your sack to your belly button. Huh. That's the rise of the pants. Okay. So if you if you don't get the right rise, it just you feel like you have a wedgie the whole day. Jesus. So for me, like uh, the the only stores that have the longer rise are the Nautica jeans, which is weird. Huh. They have really long rises. <laughs> I mean, they know their people. <laughs> so don't dodge it. Okay. What are you shitting? Uh 
Uh, you know what? I'd probably once again rather shit in public. That's, I'm not a people person. It's fine. <laughs> I was just laughing because I'm like, I think I just do this every year. Like, yeah. not even doing the question. I shit my pants <laughs> it in public happens once anyway. a year. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm not even deciding. I've so. never shit my pants. And <laughs> I've, I've known dude Ever? No. Get out of here. I wet myself once when I was in second grade. <laughs> oh, you... You fucking bragger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, my yeah. fan? You get to hold in your stuff. Uh, this is a tough one. If you could, uh, if you were forced to listen to one band for the rest of your life and the choices were Nickelback or Creed. Mm. <laughs> so let me ask a follow-up to this because yes. this is important. Yeah. Uh do I have to constantly be listening to it? Or is it yes. just if I want to listen? Oh, shit. It is your life's soundtrack. Uh, I think I just go with Creed and just yeah. dive into it. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of upbeat. What's What's sad is I actually uh, I don't mind either of these bands, you know? Because <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't kind like, of an asshole. I mean, I know it's it's like shticky to be like, oh, Nick, I, I, I don't care for their, their music, but I did... Uh, when I was a kid, I was raised very like Irish Catholic, and I did oh, not okay. get a lot of exposure to stuff. But like <laughs> for some reason, Creed, I was allowed to listen to. So I just like grabbed onto that. It was, and was like, like yeah, religious. Yeah, and of course, a year later, I was like, Jesus, arms <laughs> wide open. Yeah. Here's an entertainment question for you. Okay. Uh, if given the choice, would you rather be uh, famous and poor, or rich and unknown? I mean, as a comic, I'd rather be famous and poor because I feel like you could still get work. Yeah. If you're famous. I feel like yeah, you'd be able to kind of, kind of tip the scales in your favor. Yeah. And the last question: reveal something on the podcast you've never told your parents. Go. Oh no. <laughs> never told my. Parents. I'm surprised that people that will answer this question because if they're married, the question changes to reveal something you never told your wife. Oh but, yeah, uh, my parents are. Well, they'll never hear this, so I don't care. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to think of like what I've kept secret. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm really close with my parents. Oh, and okay. I basically, know a lot. You but, asshole. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Such a God. loving environment you grew up in. I can see it all over you, you son of a bitch. I know. I am so wholesome. <laughs> uh, so now that we've said that, uh, I would say probably uh, when I was like 19, I went to college. Uh, and this is just something that I, I just, <laughs> yeah. just don't tell people. <laughs> it's just something I just don't mention because okay. it's terrible. Uh, when I was like 19... Uh, I went to college like right below Vancouver, Canada in BC. Okay. So we would go up there and drink because uh, oh, you only be 18, shit. so we'd go up there and drink all yeah. the time. Uh, yeah, and one time uh, I was 19 and I wound up having like a weird, crazy threesome in a Canadian hostel. What? Yeah, which With was... two uh, other dudes? Yeah. Oh, was, no, I'm <laughs> No, it was two girls, you monster. You son uh, of a bitch. Yeah, it was, uh, it was an experience. But uh, and then one of them. I don't know like, why they would uh, know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't have told them that. Yeah. But I answered your question, yeah, you asshole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, they will. Uh, I'll make sure to tag them in this. Yeah, make sure. Them. I mean, my dad's not on Facebook, so it'll be hard to find. You can probably call his work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. Are your parents? None of them are on social media. Uh, my mom kind of is, but oh, she's okay. just got. She's really bad at it, and she works. Uh, 
she doesn't work for the government, but she works for like uh, oh, okay. with the government kind of. So it's like I think they no like personal email her from, service. Yeah, I do a bunch of jokes, obviously about her just like not having a great filter on like what she says. So it's probably better the less yeah. of that she does. We've got some sensitive documents going over the PDF files. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was it. I think that's all the questions. Oh, okay. You have anything to plug? Uh, you know what? I'm going to be in uh, Chicago at the um, St. Charles Zanies at the end of the okay. month. And then um, the other shows I'd have to look at my calendar. But Website? Twitter? Oh, yeah. Facebook? So I should probably do all those. Instagram? Uh, website, TravisNelsonComedy.com. Uh, Instagram and Twitter are both at TravisIsJoking. Um, okay. And stay off my Facebook. <laughs> stay, stay out of there. That's personal yeah. space. I have family. Well, you there. you told me today. You're like, I had a, t- a, a damnedest time finding your personal Facebook. And I still I'm haven't like, found it. Yeah, no, I keep it. Uh, <laughs> like, I no, keep it personal. It. Yeah, you're not allowed. I keep it separate. I uh, early on in the marriage, I got into some trouble with oh. weird stuff being on my personal Facebook, yeah. and I didn't really even think about it. I was just like, I had Facebook, you know. But then it's like family and friends are posting pictures of kids and stuff and then like drunk people after comedy shows are like commenting on my kids pictures and stuff and i'm like that's enough of that so we uh we're probably at a time but i i'm thinking about doing the same thing because i was just doing a show in oregon and uh this this really drunk lady was there and she Mm. kind of was like flirty with everybody and her friends were trying to drag her out and she uh she kept just giving me like she had like those dead shark eyes you get drunk and she just kept like sizing me up and me like, no, if I wasn't married, and I'm like, that's fine. Oh, that's, she's like, well, maybe even comment. though I'm married, oh, I'm like, right. you should probably leave. <laughs> there we go. And uh, and then I like left the show, went back. Uh, well, I, I think I smoked a bunch of weed with one of the other comics. Oh, right. Went back to my hotel. Do the parents know uh, about that? No. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's a hilarious <laughs> thing. I'm the only one of the kids that's like allowed. Uh, just because I've been so open about it, that my parents are like, "Whatever, he's just going to do it. <laughs> like, we can't That's stop him." Uh, Damn it, your parents are open and loving. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, too well adjusted. Um, but I went back to the hotel and you know just stoned watching TV. And this lady found my Facebook and started to um, she started to like uh, message requests or whatever. So she's sending me all these messages. My phone's blowing up, and of course. I'm stoned, so I'm yeah. like looking at them and like answering them or trying to. It's the most hilarious <laughs> oh, conversation because she's just like so. And then she called me up and started yelling at me. And oh I was my like, god! But you can't handle it. You oh. can't handle this. And I was like, Can uh, I? Can I ask a question? Yeah. Was she a white lady? She was a white lady. What? Yeah. Okay. I don't really hear white ladies saying, you can't handle this. No, that's exactly uh, oh, what she well, said. Okay. And uh, she uh, just belligerently drunk. And like I didn't say anything. She just yelled at me for five minutes. And then yeah. like she finally paused. And I was like, hey, I'm way too high for this. <laughs> she immediately was like, oh, I'm sorry. And like hung up. <laughs> and that was all it took. <laughs> she, oh, she, God. Like, felt man. bad. That is classic. <laughs> But I would suggest it. It's uh, it was the best thing I ever did was do a comedy page, a fan page, yeah, where all my comedy stuff exists. I feel and like I still I... bring I still bring the comedy things to my personal page mm-hmm. to like the friends and family that know and enjoy what I do. But um, it's just 
people can't find it after the show because it's my legal last name and it's really long and weird. So, okay, yeah, I would suggest that it's it's definitely you know if you move it along, you have like relationships and kids and stuff. It's I'm just, the kind of person who needs to learn a lesson before oh, I make well, a change, so I'm sure that'll there happen. There you go. If that lady yelling at me wasn't enough, yeah. I don't know what it'll be. Well, thanks, Travis. I appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. Let's go we get got, some pizza. Uh, two more shows tonight at the. Uh, the Funny Bone in Omaha. This will probably come out in a week or two. I think something else is coming out this week, so it'll be out next week. But I'll I'll tag you on uh, Twitter and and Facebook with the episode drops. Awesome. Um, I have hundreds of followers, so oh, it should. This really should take you to the next level. You know what? Uh, I've been wondering what it's going to be, <laughs> and here we are. Uh, you can always get this podcast at Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are. Uh, check out my YouTube channel for my new series, Road Hacks. And uh, tune in next time when we talk about who knows. <laughs> <laughs>